American heroes. Real American heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Bumper Sticker Writer. Mr. Bumper Sticker Writer. Never has one man written so much for so many. Without you, the world may never have known you can't hug with nuclear arms. I need a hug now. And just like you, I too would rather be fishing or square dancing or even shopping. Oh, yeah. I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. You said it, brother. Speak the truth. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh bar to the bumper. Thanks to you, I know it's perfectly all right to honk if I'm horny. Honk, honk, beep, beep, honk. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hello and welcome to week seven, halfway point of the RBFFL 2021 season. Halfway, it's gone pretty quick as it always seems to. Uh, obviously the week seven matchup hit the halfway point because of the extra game we have. We've got 14 regular season games. Let's jump into what took place. And I'm gonna start off with the undefeated Queens on the revenge tour. Still undefeated, 96, defeating the Crabs, 85. For the Queens, Brady continues to dominate, 24. 13 for Henry, actually had a passing TD. Seven for Moore, six for Higgins. Smith had five, five for Henderson, two for Cooks, special teams. Had a very, very juicy 34 third of the points on the bench Patterson had 12 Kirk had 14 Swift had 28 so there were some options to choose from from the bench so in a kind of a down week score wise for the Queens they were still able to get it done it was obviously a pretty big bye week we'll see the effects of that in some very lopsided scores probably one of the most lopsided scoring weeks for a little while Anyway, Queens defeated the Crabs, 85. This was the Super Bowl rematch. The Crabs are on the skids. Hard to see kind of how uh, this is going to uh, get any better anytime soon. Uh, there's just too much going on, uh, or not enough, sorry, going on on the bench. But anyway, Mahomes, not his usual self the last two weeks. Three, probably the reason in all honesty, for the defeat. Gibson had five, started well, kind of slowed down as the game progressed. I was there, saw it in real life. Kind of frustrating that they keep putting McKissick in at these uh, key plays when Gibson seems to actually outperform him. Anyway, uh, Adams, another good week, 16, although he is now on the uh, on the COVID IR list. Metcalf at 24. 
first play of the game, big TD, didn't do much after that. Uh, he was actually looking like being the, the difference and bringing the Crabs back on that Monday night game. Six for Kelsey, again, with Mahomes not really doing well. Kelsey's been a bit of a victim. Mitchell was very, very good, strong. Uh, he had 21. Patrick had one. He's only in there because what else do you do? Special teams had nine. Just not enough. On the bench, Aguilar had 14. Drake had 13. I guess they're options. Uh, that's about it. And kind of worrying signs for the Crabs have to admit. In another close game, but relatively low scoring, the Mudcats, 99, defeated the Hamsters, 87. For the Mudcats, Winston had 16, Kamara, 31, very, very nice. 25 for Godwin, Smith had six, Troutman went negative. Three for Collins, Ayuk didn't score, special teams had 19, nice, Special teams score, but the buys on the bench, whoa. Uh, pretty insane, all things considered. Gage had 18, nonetheless. Nothing else to report. And they defeated the Hamsters. Garoppolo, minus one. Mm. Mixon had 11, five for Sutton. 20 for Samuel, Higby, four. Fournette had 14. 11 for Moali Cox. Special teams had 22. A big bye week on the bench. Diggs was on the bye. So too was Dak and Conley. So nothing to report on the bench. Um, big bye weeks for everybody this, this uh, week seven. But it was the Mudcats defeating the Hamsters. The Frio Finns. They, uh, well, we didn't hear from this week. So, basically, without hearing anything, no air foul. But they were victorious, 120 to 75, starting to show some very positive signs. Murray, 21, uh, was good. Herbert, stepping in for Montgomery, 18. 11 for Bourne, Callaway, three, Everett, two. McKissick 5 and AJ Brown bounced back with 27. Special teams are whopping 33. Love that. On the bench, 12 to Booker. Nothing else to report. Oh, sorry. Uh, big day for Garner, but he's a kicker, so he cares. Frio Finns defeated the Cows with 75. The Cows, Rogers 23, just continues his MVP. Type of season after week one. One for Davis, five for Hill, one for Duvernay, four for Hawkinson, 11 for Ridley. It's just not what you would expect. Crowder with three. Special teams, 27. But again, just not what you'd expect. Uzma, 33 on the bench. Jones, quarterback play. Yeah, just um, some injuries have been yeah, pretty hard to deal with and the cows just haven't had the luck their side and you kind of need that they've lost three straight and it kind of really the Costanza stayed to heat up showing that uh, this rookie draft 
definitely, definitely has an impact and a pretty quick one too. Um, which is good, that's what we did it for. Hertz 21, Harris 27, 38 for Cup. He was, he's just been magnificent. Rugs just with two this week. Pitts, good pick, 21. Five for Williams, 24 for Pittman. They're all good scores and special teams at 23. On the bench, Henry had 11. Davis had 13, Connor had 12. These are all scores anyone would take, especially in a big bye week. Defeating the Dockers, 98, which is one of their better scores for the week. Carr had 19, continues to be pretty solid. Gordon, 11. Jones, three, disappointing. Beckham, two, also disappointing. Gazeki 17, Williams had 14. And Raymond had 16. Special teams combined for 16. Now on the bench, there were some buys this week. Tonyan had 15, so he bounced back. Rager had 11. Gainwell, 11. This doesn't seem to be really any consistent big scorers. And I think, again, rookie draft can turn things around pretty quick. And I think for the Dockers, that's what they're probably going to be looking for. Next matchup, the Devils. 130 defeated the wipeouts 113 uh, and the devils mostly hot can be a little hot cold mostly hot uh, good score defeating good score in fact they defeated the you know, fourth highest score of the week ryan had 18 good replacement hubbard four a bit of a down week for him evans fantastic 34 Chase is just a stud. 45. What a great combination with Burrow. 3 for Fant. 11 for Jacobs. Even playing Hurt, he's doing well. 6 for Green. Special teams, 9. Probably some areas there to look for some improvement. But just remember, you know, they had Williams and Echo on the bench. So it's pretty good. It's a great kind of lineup. Tua had 21, but you don't really care about quarterbacks scoring in the 20s, except if you've got Mahomes who scores three. All right, they defeated the wipeouts. Jackson, 22, three for Jones. Hopkins, 14. Kind of his average score this week, a little lower than usual. 17 for Brown. Combination continues to be pretty strong, Jackson to Brown. Go to nine. Florin bounce back, 29. Nine for Woods. Special teams combined for 10. On the bench, Johnson picked up from the pool 27. Thanks for coming. And uh, there's an embarrassment of riches when you've got Burrows. Burrow on the bench, scoring 38. Not much else to report. Devils defeated the wipeouts. Budgies continue to have these matchups that favor them, but they scored over 100 this week, so you can't really fault them. Uh, Matt Stafford's been good, 30. Jonathan Taylor, 17, nice score, Mooney, three. Edwards, 13, and got that touchdown that helped. Ertz, with the touchdown for his new team, 18, could revive him a little bit. Some Brown didn't score. Watkins, three special teams, nice. 
28. On the bench, lots of buyers this week, which will change obviously next week. So there's nothing to report. That was their big buy week and they won. That's nice. Defeated the Maulers. Whew. Not a great score. Teddy, 11. Gaskin, 16. They were the bright spots. One for Lockett, Anderson, nine. Four for Andrews, one for Pascal, two for Cobb. Special teams, 10. Not a good score, but yeah, clearly very impactful bye week. Uh, even so, 13 from Jefferson. It's just hard to start because it's very erratic. The Budgies defeat the Maulers, 112 to 46. And that actually has continued to have an impact on the standings, as you'd expect. Each week does. But what I mean by that is we're starting to get some gaps. And in the north, I think this could be decided fastest of you know what we've ever seen. I don't know what that one is, Aaron, but boy, these guys could be done and dusted winning the division. Considering they've got a four-game lead with seven games to go. Wow. Queens 7-0 lead the division over the Maulers 3-4 and, and the Wipeouts 3-4. In the south, the Finns 4-3, scoring well to get to that 4-3. The Cows 2-5 and, and the Dockers looking almost out of it, one and six, so you can never rule them out, but boy, they're a long way back. And with that two game lead, the Finns are starting to get a little comfort. The East, things have turned around pretty rapidly in the East. The Stanzas now, with a one and a half game lead over the Crabs having lost three straight. So things can turn pretty quickly. The Mudcats are three and four, and they're only a half game behind the Crabs. So this is a division that's got a bit of a race in it. In the West, the Budgies, four, two, and one, have a half game lead over the Devils, four and three, and the Hamsters are two and five. Kind of need to turn things around. They have lost three straight, that's not good. And the Cows, the Crabs, and the Hamsters can all be very clearly sympathetic to each other, having lost three straight. So they're the standings. So as we go into week eight, the Crabs are up against the Dockers. This is a, not anywhere near as bad a bye week, although the Crabs are gonna suffer from not having Adams, because they don't even know who they're gonna start in his place. The Wipeouts, play the Maulers. That divisional matchup is gonna be pretty critical, especially with tiebreakers. Costanzas play the Devils, some big scoring teams up against each other. That'll be a pretty big fight, I would say. The Queens, as division leaders and undefeated, come up against the Finns, who are division leaders and have won the last two. That's gonna be Pretty decent matchup. The Mudcats play the Budgies. There's a lot at stake for both those teams, 
Budgies have to stay on top. Mudcats just staying in touch at the moment of that wild card spot. In the final matchup, the Cows play the Hamsters. Both teams, two and five, and desperately wanting to get a victory this week and needing to get a victory this week. So it just seems to me like we are kind of where we are based on players in the pool. There's not a lot left. Injuries have settled down. There probably are some major ones that could come about. But, you know, obviously we just don't know. So as we are at the halfway mark, it's pretty hard to go past the Queens as being the best team in this league. They look very, very strong. They've got bench depth. And there's no doubt that if they stay healthy, they're going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, I'd say the Devils, even though the Devils are actually in a pretty decent fight for the West, they are sitting in that wildcard spot and they're scoring big enough to show that they are definitely right up there. Maybe even the second best team. Costanzas look very strong as well. They're not far behind. That's why that matchup this week is going to be really good. We will see how things pan out over the next couple of weeks, but there's no doubt that... There's a point right now where the only way things are going to change for teams is probably a trade. And we'll see if that pans out, if anyone is up for that or anyone can work something out. Good luck this week, everybody. Bye for now. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Mail Order Bride Orderer. Mr. Mail Order Bride Orderer. Some men flip through a catalog looking for furniture. You flip through a catalog looking for someone to clean the furniture. I don't go to windows. Nothing says, I will love you forever. Like a quick swipe of the credit card at the altar. What's your payment plan? Women wait their whole lives for a man to say, I do. In your case, I do agree to pay the sum of 3,000 American dollars. Let's talk a moment. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, oh catalog Casanova. Your spouse may be full price, but you'll always be our better half. Mr. Mail, Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.